Welcome to the Tried and Truly Podcast, where you'll find encouragement, community, and biblical truth from the God that truly never fails. Let's get started. Welcome everyone to episode one of the Tried and Truly Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us and we're so excited to be here. I'm Michelle DeRoos, and I'm here with Lori Milliken, and today we want to tell you about the inspiration behind the Tried and Truly podcast, our hopes for the podcast, and how we can see God's love and live out the life He has called us to in our everyday lives. I know God has good plans for us, and we are here to offer you encouragement and inspiration from God's Word as we live out the unique life that God has given us, whatever that may be. (laughs) I am filled, Michelle, with so much excitement as we sit here in my basement, coffee in hand, and record our very first episode. Over the last several months, we've really just prayed and prepared for God to use us as his servants, simply Mm -hmm. by sharing how he's worked in our lives. And for me, I've been rescued from sin restored from brokenness really time and time again. And so I feel a deep obligation to share that. I'm not entirely sure the word obligation is the right one, um, just because it carries this negative tone. But really, I mean it from like deep gratitude. So it's truly my honor to share my life's transformation in a way hopefully that encourages others, but truly only points to, to Christ. Yeah. For me, this is definitely scary because on a day, Same. yeah, yep, absolutely. Yeah. On a day to day, you know, I get to work in corporate America and be a leader of many. Mm-hmm. So people see me as this strong, confident woman, right? Which is great. I mean, that's truly only by the grace of God. But I know where I've come from, and I know how He's redeemed me. So I feel, you know, this really passion to share that. And so through this podcast, I hope that it can be of service to our listeners. You know, we can offer some hope in the struggles we've had. And really, you know, we can encourage others to continue growing in their faith, because I know I'm surely growing in mine. Same. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, I just pray that this podcast becomes really a virtual community rooted in faith, uh, a place where our listeners can laugh at our ridiculous ways, (laughs) um, and hopefully find comfort where our journeys align. Yeah, I feel like I've learned so much over the past with all of the conversations that you and I have had, Lori. And to feel that love and support and encouragement from others is something that I really thrive on and want to share with other people. For a little bit of our our backstory, we were brought together by our wonderful little church small group. And I feel like (laughs) over the past years of being in this family of a small group, I've grown so much in my faith and I've learned so much about my really need in my life to kind of do everything, right. be the best I can. I'm totally a perfectionist, like type A personality. I want to do everything. <laughs> really? I didn't know that about you. <laughs> I know. Surprise. But I, I've learned that really we can kind of stop striving to be the best and do everything yeah. on our own, trying to do everything. And really that is kind of where our podcast name was born. Right. The idea that we can stop trying to do everything on our own and to lean on Jesus's strength because he's the one who gave it all for us. We don't have to try to prove ourselves. And and truly, actually, the truly part of our name comes from the Gospel of John, where Jesus is quoted as saying, truly, truly, I say to you. 
and truly is the same word as amen. So Jesus is actually saying amen, amen. But when you say amen at the beginning of the sentence, um, what it means is what I'm about to say is true. So like, hey, listen up, this Mm -hmm. is true, because I have firsthand knowledge of it. So let me take you on a little backstory here. It's been over a year that I've had this feeling, um, this pushing, prodding feeling that I needed to be serving the Lord with more intentionality. And I use words like pushing and prodding, because although I'd like to say I really just met that calling with open Mm -hmm. arms, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been like this constant wrestle in my heart because I had no idea what the calling for me was supposed to look like. I know people and they have these great lives of ministry and they're they're serving others in like big, obvious ways. Uh, so it was clear to me that that's not what I was being called to do. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, it didn't really feel that my unique talents really uh, looked exactly like other people's ministry. Right. So uh, last December, I had a business trip in Arizona. And so I extended a few extra days because I was like on this mission to figure out what am I supposed to be doing? I remember that when you said you were staying a few extra days. I was like, go. Yes. Yes. Relax. And it's kind of (laughs) scary because like I'm never alone. I have two girls, 17 and nine and um, a husband. And we love spending time together. So I'm like the idea of spending like two or three days by myself, I'm like, what am I going to do? Crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I climbed a literal mountainside to really just study God's word, spend time praying, just like kind of uh, indulging in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And just I expected to walk down from that mountainside. And I wish I could say that I did yeah. with like this clear purpose, right? Mm-hmm. This clear calling with like specific action steps. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know. (laughs) But what I will tell you is I did walk down from that mountainside with, you know, this overwhelming sense that God was there and this overwhelming sense, you know, or this overwhelming confidence that he had plans for me and that he was planning to use me. But he did say not yet. (laughs) So clearly he was like, I need more time to equip you (laughs) before I can, you know, have you do some good works here. But, um, you know, a couple months back from today, Mm -hmm. you know, I I was like still kind of wrestling with this. And I kept hearing like, use your talents. And so I found myself reflecting on what is it that I'm good at? Like, what makes me unique? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I really came to the conclusion that I'm good at telling stories. I'm good at being transparent. I'm good at confronting difficult topics. I'm pretty much an open book. Mm-hmm. In fact, I always wanted to kind of be that mysterious person, <laughs> like the deep, dark eyes, where it's like, <laughs> you want to know more about them, but right. you never get the full picture. <laughs> That's not me. I'm complete open book. Yeah. Um, if you want to know something, just ask me. If you don't want to know something, I'm probably going to end up telling you anyway. Right. Um, so I really felt this calling that I can share my story. So truly, truly, we say to you listeners, these are the stories of how God worked in our lives and changed our hearts to women that now recognize the deep dependence we have on the grace and mercy offered through Christ alone. I love that. Mm -hmm. And you were mysterious because lo and behold, you invited me to join you (laughs) on this podcast. And that threw me for a loop. But 
you getting so clear on your gifts and your talents is so awesome to me. And it's something that I've really kind of struggled with over um, the past several years. Like I have two boys. Before I had my kids, though, I was um, an accountant in corporate America. Mm -hmm. And I found a lot of my a lot of my identity, my success, right. everything was like and wrapped up in my job. And, you know, I got to travel a lot. So that was really, really exciting to me. And that kind of became my identity. So when I had my son almost seven years ago, I left my job and I became a stay-at-home mom. Okay, time out. Yeah. Like, how did you, I don't know, did you always want to be a stay-at-home mom? Was that the plan you and Kevin had? Or? Yeah, so I... I grew up with a stay-at-home mom. I always just felt that calling to do the same thing. Oh. Like I wanted to emulate everything that my mom was to me for my own kids. Aww. And my mom is totally like my rock and everything. And I, I, I'm so grateful to have her. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to be like that, you know. And That's luckily, awesome. my um, my husband, he felt aligned in that vision. So, so there it was. I quit my job <laughs> and I became a stay-at-home mom. Staying at home every day with a with a newborn, and so I really lost that identity of like corporate America, mm -hmm. traveling. Gave that all up and turned my new identity of you know stay at home mom, trying to figure that out. And looking back at that unsure, exhausted <laughs> mama, <laughs> I now know like I was trying to build my identity around yeah. something that it's not my identity. Being a mom, being a wife. Those are all things that we're called to do, but it's not like our true identity. Yeah. Being a career woman, still called to do it, Absolutely. but not. Yeah. Yeah. And so it took me a little while to figure that out. Like I grew yeah. up going to church and, you know, I b believed in God all my life. And until I really had my kids, I started seeing like, well, what else is there? Mm -hmm. I'm not living the life that, that really God has called me to. And I'm not finding my worth and my identity in Christ. Yeah. And having that firm foundation of who I am now in Christ, it makes it okay when my kids <laughs> are being crazy and not behaving because I know that my worth isn't found in their behavior and and how I can, you know, try to look like I have it all together mm -hmm. with my kids acting perfectly because I am a child of God. And that's my identity, you right. know, so that's what I'm resting firmly in. And that's kind of the, the message that that I want to share. But in terms of living out my calling, as as God has laid out for me, I think while we, I have had all these like dreams of like, oh, I need to be serving, I need to be yeah. doing more, really, and something that my mom is really good at reminding me of is look at your home first, you know, mm -hmm. and look at my kids. So I really try to focus on treating my kids and my husband and the people in my life with the same love that God has shown me so graciously, you know, mm -hmm. like he gives me so much grace and I want to give that same grace to my kids um, that he gives to me, but yeah. it's not easy. <laughs> and, and I love how it just kind of hit, hit me as you were talking, you know, one of the reasons I'm excited to do this podcast with you is because we do have very different kind of walks. I mean, you grew up with, you know, kind of that faith-based foundation where I didn't grow up in a Christian home. I mean, occasionally we'd go to church, occasionally for major holidays or someone in our community would take us, you know, mm -hmm. go with one of my friends, but I didn't grow up with that Christian foundation. So I was constantly learning that, you know, as I'm 
raising my children now in a Christian home um, where you kind of were rooted in that from, you know, an early age. Mm -hmm. And then to see how where we are in life right now, not exactly the same life stage, because I have some older children than Mm -hmm. yours. But like, God is using us right where we are, you know, your calling to stay at home and, you know, raise your children is wonderful and beautiful, but specific to you. Whereas God's calling on my life is, you know, to work in corporate America and really be, you know, demonstrate his love in that type of environment, which I have a great opportunity and a privilege to do every day. But it looks very different. I mean, my husband and I decided when we had our youngest that we're going to have a non-traditional kind of makeup. So I pursued a career Mm -hmm. and I worked full time while he stayed at home, you know, and ran daddy daycare. He loved it. (laughs) And, you know, the relationship that my youngest and my husband have, you know, is beautiful. The most beautiful father-daughter relationship I've ever been exposed to. Mm. Um, But I know for some people, and even like Christian women too, there's just there was just kind of this level of judgment. Um, And maybe I felt a little shame too, that I wasn't the one staying home um, and raising my kid. And I always felt like people were looking at me like, what, you don't want to stay home Mm -hmm. and raise your children? And that was never it. And maybe people didn't really feel that way. But God just said, you're in corporate America, be my presence there. And Mm -hmm. so I try to do that every day. I'm definitely not perfect. I have my bad days. (laughs) I fail. But it's just really neat to be able to share this experience with you, um, how our lives are different mm-hmm. yet similar because we we both feel this passion to really share that God's present mm-hmm. in our day-to-day lives. Absolutely. And it's interesting that you say you had those kind of like insecurities mm-hmm. about going to work yeah. when Chad stayed home. Whereas for me, I felt similar insecurities in that I was giving up my career to stay at home with my kids. And I feel like you can, you can start to feel judgment from either side, whether Mm -hmm. you work, whether you stay at home, you always are kind of questioning, well, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? But again, rooting your identity, not in your job, not in your being a mom, being a stay at home mom, being a working mom, rooting your identity in Christ is really, I think how I was able to overcome like those insecurities. So we're both busy with kids, husbands, friends, working at home and in the office, the question of how do we find God in our everyday lives and how do we meet what God's calling us to do in the right here and now is really what's been on my mind. And I read this awesome um, post from Heather Farrell, who has the blog Spit Up and Sanctification, (laughs) (laughs) which is just a really cool name. Yeah, it is. Very creative. (laughs) Yeah. And she wrote, have you ever noticed how in the scriptures, men are always going up to the mountains? to commune with the Lord. Yet in the scriptures, we hardly ever hear of women going to the mountains. Except for me. I Except went to for a Lori, <laughs> when she literally climbed a mountain. I'm very non-traditional. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she wrote, we know why, right? Because women are busy keeping life going. They couldn't abandon their babies, their meals, their homes, their fires, their gardens, and a thousand responsibilities to climb that mountain. And her response really struck me because she said, But that is why God comes to women Uh, right where they are. Yeah. Whether they are doing their ordinary, everyday work, wherever they are, he meets them at the wells where they draw water for their families and their homes 
in their kitchens, in their gardens. He comes to them and sits beside sick beds as they give birth, care for the elderly, and even at the empty tomb, Mary was the first to witness Christ's resurrection. She was there because she was simply doing her womanly chore of preparing Christ's body for burial. So even in the everyday mundaneness of our life, even if we sometimes may feel like it's not big enough, God is ready to meet us right where we're at. Like you said, even even in the laundry room, even in the <laughs> kitchen when we're cooking, he's literally ready to meet us. So even if you don't have time to climb a mountain like you did, Lori, <laughs> God's ready to meet you right where you are. I think that's such awesome news. Yeah. Yeah. So we're here at Tried and Truly um, really just intentional about seeing God in the everyday um, lives, in the mundane task, I guess, but really Mm -hmm. celebrating those. Those are gifts from God. And so we really want to celebrate those. And we thank you listeners for joining us and being on this adventure with us and really hope that you check out our next episode. We're going to talk about um, insecurities and overcoming comparison. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Tried and Truly Podcast. Please subscribe and check us out at triedandtrulypodcast.com to connect with us, see our show notes, and much more. See you next time.